All right, welcome to another episode of Fire Conversations. It is your favorite podcaster here in Asha Dragon, and I'm sitting here with none other than my girl, Tanya, that I've known from way back in the back, back days. Tell them about your podcast real quick. Hi, so I am Tanya. I'm the host of A Page of My Diary podcast, where I am streaming on iTunes and Spotify, and I also upload my videos on YouTube, so go find me at A Page of My Diary podcast right turn up okay so right now what we're gonna do is um y'all know how fire conversations go we just have a conversation and then whenever it ends that's where we stop girl okay the conversation today um because normally when i do fire conversations i don't have a topic we just sit around and talk until something pops up but this time i actually came up with a topic i came prepared and my topic today would be what three items would you add to the black agenda i was watching uh, the revolt hip-hop summit about um voting uh and they had guests like uh candace owens i don't know if you know who she is and um killer mike ti and then like a couple of other people um but killer mike had a great point he's like he felt like we as the black community need to get together and come up with some bulletins and you know like come up with some bullet points of what we want to see done and just like every other um subgroup in america has their own lobbyists and stuff like that we need to get we need to get on a good foot and start making these politicians work for us so uh my question to you being an african-american woman here in the south would be what would be some things you would like to add to the black agenda like you would like for some for congress to say you know what we're gonna listen to what they got to say and this is on our list what would you put in that on top on the top like top three you can give me about three three. we i'm I'm narrowing it down to three because we okay for me um i'm more concerned about our environment uh than anything while i feel like race is an issue right um i'm more concerned about our environment so i feel like on the black agenda we need to have uh either our reparations given to us in land that we can cultivate or uh, just some bigger steps towards taking care of this planet because y'all can think that black people are the bottom of the barrel all you want if the planet burns up and we all die who cares you know like that's that's where i'm at so like but i'm a bit of an environmentalist so that's not really a black people issue it's a world issue if we lose our planet we don't have shit to fight over anymore it's though that's kind of how i am so i know my points are a lot more broader when i but i think that's good because black people don't have own we don't own things right we don't own enough things we don't right I just know they're not trying to give us our reparations because of money, right? right? Like, and I feel like that'd be the number one reason why uh, politicians would be like, well, you know, where are we going to get the money from? Okay, well, give us land to cultivate or give us grants to get land to cultivate, you know, to start like, you know, and let let us as black people be in charge of it. And y'all don't come in and step in and do no things. Don't be selling us no shady seeds like they do with a lot of black farmers and stuff like that. Because I just recently read an article on that. Um, They were selling black farmers seeds that wouldn't even produce anything. So, you know, I'm just saying like, get the middleman out the way, give us some money and some land and let us get our own shit together um, would be one thing. Right. But I guess that one is really broad. So, yeah. you know, I haven't never thought about like one narrowed thing. Yeah. Like, you know, with uh, the LGBT community, theirs was they want to be legally married. That's good. You know, and they put that on their, their staple and they, and they went for it. it. Right. And they got it. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what would be something like that for black people? I think one of the ones would be 
health equity. Um, I work, I actually work at the Maya Angelou Center for Health Equity, and that's how I've been exposed to it. And it's basically like, and this is not just getting health care. Health equity has to do with um, food disparities. It has to do with um, mental mental health issues. And like, we need health equity right. really badly because I feel like the majority of us don't have that. The environments <laughs> that we are bred in, you know, a lot of us are placed in poverty and we just recycle poverty. Um, so everything that falls under the umbrella of health equity, especially food disparity, I don't think people really understand. That's why a lot of us have a diabetes and we live in areas where there are no healthy, stores, healthy foods no healthy to options. eat from. And, exactly. um, um, I've been talking to Janie about it because Janie eats great. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get there, but um, I eat okay. Me going through this, I've been going through a new spiritual journey, and what a lot of advice I've been getting is I need to change my diet because I, once I really fully do it, I'll realize that the food I've been eating affects me right more and than I, will, I thought. I will say this now. This will be my one advice because I was just watching. Uh, what is that? Oh, it's a show on Netflix. It's called. It's like either called Explained or something like that. It's like a yeah. documentary show. And they were talking about how diets don't work. You literally have to find healthy foods that you enjoy. Right. And I will say that was the game changer for me. My thing, my go-to is fruits. Like, I freaking love fruit. I can eat fruit oh, all day. Oh, I Like, I can eat fruit all day. And right. so it's like... On them days where I was like really craving other things, I would turn to what I did like. Right. Uh, trying different vegan, like going to different vegan restaurants. I went to a dinner party one time that was a vegan dinner party. Oh, you know, to try different right. food. Yeah. Girl, it was a weed infused dinner party. Okay. <laughs> so we was high on them jackfruit. Yeah. But, uh, like, but yeah, it was like I went, I've been trying vegan spots and stuff like that. I like really will test out a lot of stuff. But like my go-tos are like, I love spinach. I've got my favorite dressings now. So, you know, I'll I'll stick with like a salad if all else fails, if I can't figure out anything else. And like I said, fruit, like yeah. fresh fruit. Like I can sit around and eat spinach leaves and fruit all day. Like I can just, wow. and I'm, and I'm satisfied. But again, it took me time to get there. I had to find stuff that and I actually like. And I bet like. you feel different than you did when you was eating I feel fast so food. different. Yeah. I, I have way more energy. I get the, you know, like, I don't know. I had really bad migraines. I was yeah. diagnosed with and your chronic migraines. And so good. Thank you. Oh, I feel For good. real. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, like I drink a lot of water too. I think water is yeah. my biggest thing. If you can't do anything else, just drink, don't drink anything but water. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, my first thing I did was, like, water. Then I went from, like, water to, like, alkaline water. I'm doing alkaline okay. water now, but water, just, like, constantly getting water in your body helps your body start to regulate how it processes things. Okay. So, just more and more water, cutting out sodas will be a good starting point. And just do it a little bit at a time. Like, it's hard, man. It it, yeah. I don't eat fully vegan. I eat what I want on occasions because yeah. I was dropping a lot of weight when I went full vegan um and i still have not figured out how to substitute in fatty foods that are also vegan yet i don't right. i don't know any and i don't like those like super processed yeah. vegan meat meatless meat stuff i don't trust it so you know right. that's where people was telling me to go but i'm like yeah no thank you, <laughs> like, I, feel you. I can't do it no thank you but I yeah I feel like health would be a great one, though. Yeah, um, health equity. I can't and think of nothing under else. Under the umbrella of that, too, is mental health, too. Oh, so, you know on what the would other aspect, I feel like as black people, we got to understand our history. We we come from 
uh, we have a history of being taken from the continent in some form or fashion, our ancestors, and brought here. And we've just been recycling this mentality of that. And so all of us got mental health issues. Go all to therapy. Us. All, right. of us should, all, all of us should have proper food, health care, and mental health issues. So therapy should fall under health equity. And all of us need it. Right. That should be mandatory. That should be something that's taught in schools. Right. Like, it, it should be a class just for therapy. Just for therapy. Like, just oh, just sit somewhere and meditate for a second. Uh, I would like to see... I mean, of course, I've touched on it with reparations given to us in land that we can cultivate for ourselves. But, like, just reparations given to us point blank, period, in any way, right. shape, or form, I think will be good. Um, just because we have been financially displaced and you know like a lot of the things you're talking about we could easily afford ourselves and you wouldn't have to hand a shit we you know if we had been given a fair shot in the first place um so i would say our reparations in any type of form but i i just feel like there's if we were ever given the chance where the government finally said we're gonna give black people some money because they're black i think we'd have so many goddamn mixed white people <laughs> you oh, know like yes. just like the five dollar indians oh, yes. you know what i mean I, we would have so many people claiming mm-hmm. that they're black that i think that just like welfare uh it would be taken over by whites and we wouldn't we still wouldn't get our benefits we get we get the flag of welfare queens when the number one people on welfare are white americans you know so right. like i feel like even if they put that into place without the proper like guidance and leadership, I don't think it would be good. I hate the fact that uh, I don't know if you saw the little 400 years of slavery thing that Trump had passed. And then they were giving out all these grants for if you did something to commemorate 400 years of black history. And I'm just looking at the events and stuff that was thrown together with this so-called grant money. And none of it looks worth the money that the grant that they were given in the grant, you know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like, I just feel like people are, it was just another way for random people to get their hands on some money that has nothing to do with them. Like, right. because the real communities that it would have benefited weren't given, a, given that money. Like, I just feel like there's some causes out there that use the money properly, but like, I would just say around in, in just the city of, you know, where I'm from High Point, I didn't see much done by these groups that were getting these grants for supposedly preserving black history in our area um or what they are doing isn't doing a good job to incorporate more than just the older older community Uh, they're not doing anything to kind of bring the youth in to care about what we got going on and like yeah we need to they need to care a little bit more but it's like why when it don't seem like none of this benefits us another good thing would be uh personally i'm like okay y'all don't want to give us y'all don't want to give us reparations and money give us some legal stakes and weed please give us some legal stakes in weed i'm saying right you don't even got to give us weed give us part of our reparations be some stocks in companies or something like that something that we can work with yeah. And then because so many of us have been penalized by weed that I feel like that would be a good trade off. I would accept I a, so. I would accept the trade off like here's some stock and weed, you know, especially any black dudes that's been that's had it on the record or something. I here's a good expungement and here's oh, I already invested. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I already I'm, got I'm some really stock. Thinking, thinking about it cuz it's I went to Vegas and we went to a dispensary and I I'm a nerd so I always like to learn about the 
right. the money part and all the research behind it. And I was like, oh, it's so quite a Wiz bit. Wiz Khalifa got a line in mm-hmm. here. I think Obama's partnered with somebody because his picture was all up in there. And I was like, oh, okay. I believe it's really money. In it's this. a lot of money in it, and it's um, it just sucks that so many black people were you know locked up for it and right. now like all of these white people are benefiting from it i looked at the um the last like weed convention thing i looked at it was like tons of white people and like this many black people and it's like but if you look in jail of who's locked up for weed versus who's not it's the opposite it's tons of black people and this many white people so right. you know that could be a good way where i feel like they could give us what we deserve somewhat it still ain't concrete but like you know it's a business that we could like you know most of these white families made their money from slaves you know your whole family wealth was built off of the years that y'all did y'all were having people work for you for free so give us some stock where we don't have to do nothing but sit back and watch it mature or put more money into it if we want to or sell it and then take what we got you know but it gives us an option um And it could be a cheaper option for America for them to not yeah. give us that excuse of we can't afford it. I because I heard like 40 acres in a mule is like worth millions of dollars at this point. Um, well, Trump won't want money for a while though, don't he? Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm just saying people's argument that I'm right. saying. It's like each black person in America would have to get like one point something million dollars from the government. Wow. And the government ain't got but it. that's like, what they say us. Right. But that's y'all fault. Give, give us the land. Like, give or me some something. land, give, give me some stock, give me something. Monet- give us something, not monetary. Give us something, what's the word where you can hold it? Tangible? Uh, tangible. Yeah, give, give me something, something tangible. tangible. Give me something that I can work with. And and I, we hustlers. Like, we black really people are. have created the most amazing things from nothing. They gave us right. the, the booty hole of the pig and we made chitlins. Right. And it's a delicacy. Right. People are paying black women to make them chitlins. You know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> so like, we obviously know how to flip it. Give me some stock. Give me some land. I'll make right. it work. I think I, that's the only things I can really, really think of. Yeah, I'm thinking of stuff overall. Too. Like it's, it's tons of things that I feel yeah, like plague the black community. I would like to see something that has to do with like more community policing. Like maybe you don't hire yeah. a police officer in I'm, an area if they're not familiar with the area. If you're a white man that has never lived on this side of town, don't don't send him over here. Right, because right. he's gonna be scary. Send a little little young hood dude that decided to go into being a police officer. There's right. black people out there that are police officers. There's, you know, like, there's white boys that grew up around, you know, our area that won't be so scared because they kind of used to it. Right. Um, I think a good thing for that would be mental health evaluation. Like, they need to do a big overhaul of police departments. They really do. I feel like a big mental health check overhaul would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh Police officers, and this is not to uh, be on their side and defend them, but they uh, they go through a lot of stress. Your whole job is based on trying to either find criminals, you got to stop domestic violence, you got to stop violent things from happening. You're on edge. Yeah. And if you are having a bad day with, let's say, your child's mother or your or your home or, you know, whatever other issue you're going through, you might kill a nigga. Like, <laughs> no, for real. You might cut. I have... I worked at Walmart and I had plenty of days I want to kill somebody. I just ain't got no gun. Yeah. You know, I don't work in a job where I got a gun. So I'm not trying to defend their 
their actions, but I do feel like their jobs are demanding and we shouldn't just be letting anybody do yeah. it. We wouldn't just let anybody be a doctor. You got to go through how much school to be yeah, a doctor. Yeah, and I think it's crazy that a police officer can not go through as much strenuous work as a lawyer all these years, a doctor. They don't have to, right. Yeah. They go to like a class that's maybe a year, yeah, I think, not yeah, even a year. To your point, because I got a book in there called When Police Kill... Um, and we did a symposium and everything for it. Uh, police in America get killed at a higher rate than any other country. So, and I'm definitely, I'm not anti-police at all. I'm anti-police brutality. Right. But I can see, I can look at things from an unbiased perspective. Police do have it a seems very like a stressful job. job right? If you look at the statistics, they get killed overwhelmingly more in America than any other country. Well, police in mo- most other countries don't get killed. In, in their defense, in other countries, police are there just to kill. the order and they're not out searching for it you know that's one thing but again not trying to justify the murder of police officers because i'm pretty sure some of them are innocent some of them had nothing to do you know some of them just want to come home to their family but it's like the army for me like i wouldn't i personally wouldn't sign up to go risk my life so they sign up to risk their life every day and that's you know that's commendable it's great you're like there's tons of women that y'all save from domestic violence tons of children that y'all save from abuse there are tons of instances where the police being there really helped and then there are ones where it it doesn't and that that's why i feel like a mental health overall would be great Mm -hmm. just to help the ones that are on the edge of making that bad decision because maybe they aren't that guy right but today i'm just in a bad mood and i walked up here and this dude acting irate so i just pulled out my gun yeah. You know, like, That's and true. I just feel like, so that would be something that I think should be on the black agenda to say, hey, we demand that either our police officers either start to look more like us or from where we're from, or y'all do a mental health overall on this whole damn thing. I'm talking everybody up in here. Right. From the right. person taking the calls to the, to the motherfucker that's going out to people's houses. Because, I mean, I've seen instances where, where the, the person who's answering the phone is rude. Cause you sound black or your yeah. name's something, you know what I mean. So it's like everybody, we all need to go through some some ch- new training, you know, get that all done. Them. And I feel like if we had a black lobbyist group or something, need, like I feel do. like they could get something as, like this done. Yeah, as a it's not science measure. Of course, I agree. Like I was gonna touch on that too. Like we need more lobby, we need more interest groups and lobby groups because right now in American politics black people are just one little like we don't even hold as much like we don't have a lot of space in politics we don't have we really don't so we are just like a little group of interest and that's it it's like right it's like they pull us I and and this is because I'm not really affiliated with any party oh I'm not either uh, of course right now I'm not a fan of Trump but yeah. like so it's easy to pick the opposite <laughs> He can run against a duck and I'm going to vote for the duck. It's just just how I feel. But um, like, I just feel like they use us. They use our anger and stuff against us. And it's just like, I'm just tired of all of those type of games. Yeah, weird. Um, like, I feel like the high point mayoral race, I don't know if you was following it, but it was a, uh, it was two black people and a white person. The white person was already, the white guy, uh, Jay, <laughs> he won, I believe he's winning so far or has won because the election was yesterday. Um, he was running against two black people. Now, originally it was a black woman. I, I can't remember her last name. I mean, I can't remember her first name, but I think her last name is Caldwell. Uh, 
And then all of a sudden, a black man named Bruce came out and started running too. And it, if you look at the numbers of the votes, it split the votes. She had a chance of winning had another had that man not jumped in the race. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, why couldn't you just support this woman and then right. you know, you know, but so it just sucks. Like it really does. It God, just sucks. sucks. Because it's like now this white man done won because you know, we didn't have you any togetherness as a black community yeah. to say, hey, look, I'm just trying to get us a, a seat at the motherfucking table right okay. now. So just get over here yourself right just get over yourself and and big up me and support me and endorse me right would have might have had a better ending yep. you know i mean not even to say a better ending because you know i live in my point and if that current mayor hasn't done anything to hurt me personally i'm a property yeah. owner i'm a you know and it, it he ain't done anything that's made me feel like ugh. but i do feel like most of the the development in our area has been around um, just the university and it they has they haven't done much for our communities and like all of our communities are low key getting turned torn down um, we have a lot of gun violence which I think is that's a story that's a story for a whole nother episode (laughs) but yeah it's a lot like it's a lot and it's like I haven't seen on that on the violent aspect of it and again i can't blame a mayor for everything going on in the city but like you've been the mayor during this going on and i haven't seen any real change in it i haven't seen any good changes in the black community for me to want to continue to vote for him yeah you know what i mean so we might need the black right we might have needed her (laughs) and yeah and to your point i think that should be on the black agenda is forming our own party i i don't uh malcolm x spoke about it a lot um um, Gaddafi, Muammar Gaddafi, who they, you know, assassinated, he was all about creating black currency, black uh, government, all all these all these things that when we try to do it, it gets torn down. But we right. got enough voting power. What's crazy? We is, don't have to be uh, on the opposite side. You no, know? right on the opposite side of having voting power, we have a big power right now that I think a lot of black people aren't aware of, and it's our spending power. We are the number one consumers in the world. While I hate that we're so materialistic, that alone gives us power. And if we really stuck together and boycotted things and stuff like that, we would make a bigger impact if we did it all together. Mm -hmm. If we say we're not going to shop at Walmart and we all don't shop at Walmart, Walmart will feel it. If we said we're not going to do this or we're going to do that or, you know, like if we all just took a little bit of money and invested into a black bank, Right. It would make a big difference. Yeah. You know, like, just little things like that. Our buying power, man, is yeah. crazy. Is there even a black bank? There is one that I know like of. Like a big one? Uh, there's one that I know of. Okay. Um, most of the bigger ones, and if you look back in history, it was like our money was taken from us real yeah, shadily. Yeah, they dismantled Yeah, stuff. like it was real, real shady and underhanded how they dismantled those banks. But I think there is one right now called One Financial. Or something like that. Um, I've only seen them online. I haven't seen any branches pop up, but that's the only reason why I haven't got on because they didn't have a um, they didn't have an ATM worldwide. Like they're not associated with any ATMs worldwide. And I do a lot of my transactions through cards and stuff like that. So I was like, look, I need to be able to get money out of ATM without getting charged money every time I do it. Right. Right. So that's the only reason why I don't have uh, an account with them right now. But I'm sure. 
that's something that can change so yeah, I was like gonna say, i wrote an i wrote them back an email and told them my complaint you know so yeah yeah i don't just sit around and be like well maybe not but look next time i try to like be proactive with these companies yeah. so that they do you know say oh okay well this is something i can work yeah, on instead of like just canceling them like most people do but yeah 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 so that yeah. would be one a black bank would be black nice banks, something um, to do with our uh but I, I think a lot of a lot of the celebrity black people are coming around to that though yeah, and i think they're starting I think to they are, use their but when it comes to celebrities too i'm really weary i ain't even gonna lie um because i don't think I think, like you said, our spending power is phenomenal if we could come together for it. But a lot of black celebrities, um, they make a lot of money. Right. And all celebrities, like celebrities, you go, you got to go to school as a lawyer for 12 years and you will never make half as much as um, Beyonce, Jay-Z, right. um, the Kardashians. So they make a lot of money. And I don't, sometimes I don't know if capitalism... I just does that help black people? I don't feel like depending on how you get your money because I feel like right capitalism is more than just in America; it's global. And in capitalism, you have to um, in order to build wealth, you have to um, what's the word? I can't even think of the word. It's like you got to step on people lower than you. Well, you gonna have to cut corners. You gotta save money, like you. Yes, you know. Unfortunately, you're you're gonna exploit one group in order to get to where you're at. Mm And so, just like when you were saying with the, um, when you were saying that, um, you just said it. You was like uh, the race baiting and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Somebody yeah. said like they used that against us. I feel oh, like yeah, like when we was talking about. Co- I think it was when we was talking about Colin Kaepernick. Like I feel like as much as I love Jay Z and Beyonce, love them really. I do. I feel like they do a great job of capitalizing oh, on racial issues they do it's they a do a great thing. job yeah. of it and whether i hope they believe the yeah. image and the shit that they're putting out there i really do yeah. i don't know them personally so i can't say yeah they oh yeah they care yeah. you know but i also can't say they don't however you know they both give to a lot of charities and things I, like yeah, that. that i know they do right but it's like at the end of the day i'm sure you fucked over and that's what I'm saying. And I, I know, according to the UN, according to the UN in 2018, the world, in the world, we have enough wealth for nobody to be in poverty, for everybody to get health care, for everybody to get the basic human needs. But we also have capitalism mm-hmm. and globalization. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at celebrities, I'm happy for celebrities to a degree or, or in these one percenters amassing all this wealth. But I don't like... Right. I don't like capitalism. Right. Because I just think like, like you yeah. taking away from people who living in these third world in America. It's third world situations in America where people literally live with like no running water and mm-hmm. no access to health care. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but just I feel to your you. point, like black outrage is a marketing scheme and then black feelings like black culture is what's popping right so in right. america everything i see i don't that's why i don't get emotional about stuff no more like that nike uh ad that kaepernick guy i was happy for him and i lo- i love serena williams so i was happy for all that stuff but why do they know we gonna go buy the stuff they know right. we got to just go buy the nike right i mean well me i ain't go buy no but nike. wait till the next <laughs> thing happen wait till wait till it's you know right you know it, my thing is 
they just that's another way for us to spend money for a big business big corporation right and it's like at the end of the day while there's a black (laughs) figurehead in front like the NAACP, while there's a black figurehead in front, who's really pulling the strings? Yeah. Who's really like this? Like when people get mad at what rappers are popular right now, like all that mumble rap stuff and all these Takashi's and colorful hair crazy people that's screaming and cutting themselves and you know crazy stuff. Right. And we go, oh my god, like how can kids like this? It's marketed to it them is. like crazy. And who the fuck is marketing to them? Not. Not the, it's not a black executive that's making right. these decisions. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, shut up. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I get in that argument all the time with people who don't like hip hop. They're like, oh, I don't like it because of this. I'm like, that's all you hear. Like, what genre of music do you like? Is there underground type music of yeah, that? Like, you know, if you, you ask somebody, right, you ask somebody, oh, well, my favorite is country. Okay, well, what country artists do you listen to? Well, I don't listen to none of that mainstream stuff. Exactly. And that's the same way yeah. it is with every music, but I guess people don't see it like that. Yeah. But again, like, yeah. I feel like while Nike used those that emotion and those people in the front face, Nike ain't owned by no niggas. Like, okay. <laughs> what money are we? Unless we get aside spot. from Kaepernick getting a check, and I'm yeah. sure he probably maybe maybe put you know donated it to some people or yeah, whatever, I whatever. So. I don't know. And we want to always hope the best intentions exactly. for exactly. our for our black people, but. I don't think making black people millionaires and billionaires is the is the answer if if we're not all going to be able to be millionaires right. and billionaires. So I'm back to your point. I think one of the main things is just owning something owning tangible. Owning, okay, so how do you feel about uh, even our intellectual ideas and stuff? Like uh, yeah. they they capital they take our stuff. They they take that stuff. That's why I was about to ask. How do you feel about Tyler Perry's studio? Um, I'm happy for Tyler Perry. And I, I was just telling my mom in the same breath, I think he is a big coon. <laughs> like, I, I think I feel both ways. Like, I think Tyler Perry is a, is a coon. I think he, some of his art, not all of it, but I think some of his art is almost like a minstrel show to a degree. I feel like he played up the stereotypes yeah. of a, the negative parts of, of us. A black woman. Then he did the ne- then he threw it all this Christian dogma on yeah. it. And then and you know, but for him to succeed and everything like that, I'm happy. I guess what I'm happy about is the purchase of a big you use that yes. to your to your advantage. Yeah. You purchased a old Confederate um base, army base and you right. turned it into the biggest not you know you turn right, into the, the biggest, biggest production company yes. where now companies are going to have to come to you to film one of the biggest blockbuster movies was filmed there before it was even finished and that's Black Panther and so it's like you know those are moments where I'm like hell yeah and yeah. you took back some shit that was yes. like these people fought on this land to keep us enslaved and now yeah. you done took over and the whole shit right so that I think it's like overall I'm happy for that while I was not a fan of his work like, yes. I watched maybe like the first one or two of his movies and then after a while it just got old yeah i was gonna say i think it when, just got to the point where it's like yo dude, yeah like, i, I are think you making when fun I, of us because <laughs> of the way he portrayed black women and i think when he redid for color girls and then i know the the real you know and yeah i play right yeah. about for color girls um and how he kind of took that lady's um art and he didn't have permission to do it. And so Tyler Perry might not be, I might not agree with everything, but I'm happy overall too. Like I, it's a win for black people. I hope, I right. hope this is a win for black people. Right. Because it's kind of like a great thing for me. It was kind of like with title, like with title, yeah. Jay-Z started title. But if you look at the majority of people that work for title, it's mainly white people. 
but Jay-Z owns it. I mean, like, you know, a yeah. bunch of rappers, actually. Like, Jay-Z's the head share yeah. owner, but it's like a whole bunch of black artists got together and got title. But then when I just read, I mean, somebody had brought it to my attention. So I don't know if it's still true to this day. Uh, so feel free to check me on that, y'all, if y'all yeah. know. Um, but like it was a lot of like he employed maybe like three black people but the majority of the people that were employed by the app I think the app had about uh, 30 to 40 employees majority of them were white so it's like but he did buy the company so maybe he just wasn't trying to be an asshole and fire everybody I don't know I don't know Yeah. and maybe it's not his job to explain that to me like the same way with the whole NFL deal and everybody's like why he didn't talk to Kaepernick I don't feel like that's Kaepernick's place Kaepernick don't work for them no more like Kaepernick probably got beef with these niggas why am I gonna call this dude to come make a deal for me like if anybody else making business deals wouldn't have been required to talk to anybody else a white man can go in here and be a business shark and get the best deal of his life and you know nobody cares exactly but Jay-Z had to talk to Kaepernick like whatever I wasn't yeah I wasn't even mad at Jay-Z only because I just feel like that man a billionaire now of course he been cutting corners and getting oh, these sure. certain deals you think he's just getting great deals like that's what rich people do so i don't know I why mean, everybody I feel like to an extent they earned it though because yeah, i mean your wife is beyonce like right i would do a deal with you simply off of you being able to get beyonce to come to my event and i think you know what I, and, I and i think, think that's he what capitalizes off of being right. beyonce's husband right. somebody <laughs> refers to him as beyonce's husband so i'm like y'all that's jay-z you gotta put some respect on jay-z name he wanted to go to hip-hop right but, but i just beyonce husband. right but i just think i agree it's like what do you expect him to do like you said he is a businessman and a billionaire he gotta make and he want to continue to build on his wealth right for his children and and I mean, he, I he think don't that's owe a, us the right. He don't owe black people or the culture the right to leave us an inheritance. I think he owe his, he obviously he owed it to his family, himself, his legacy. We don't. Right. He don't owe us nothing, like you said. So, right. you know, you can side eye him if you want to, and that's cool. But I'm not. I didn't feel no right. kind of way. But do I guess people <laughs> do feel like he owes us something if they are capitalizing off of yeah. like we see. But they don't court, have to but, support him. That's right. my thing. We we, right. com- we do a lot of complaining too, and I see a lot of us, especially I see a lot of my black, you know, brothers and sisters. We complain about these celebrities. But we continue to consume their stuff and their music. Girl, like, yeah. Cardi B not even... I don't consider her black, but, like, we complaining about her now. But people still going to be streaming her stuff on iTunes, Spotify, right. YouTube. Right. My thing is, like... Watch her crazy stuff on I Instagram. Was like, my you thing is, saying? like... Yeah, my thing is, like, uh, R. Kelly and freaking... And freaking uh, Chris Brown, I can't tell you the last time I listened to either one of them. Yeah. However, it blows my mind how many people still listen to them. Remember and when I'm Chris Brown like, oh. made that colorist statement and then his song went number one on Billboard? Like, the... Right, Very because everybody wanted to hear the line. And I, like, what's crazy is I still ain't heard the song to this day. I haven't either. I'm not a friend. I'm not a fan of Chris Brown. I haven't canceled him like I've canceled. I've canceled R. Kelly. I can't tell Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I, I, I listened to some R. I Kelly. don't know if I hear R. Kelly, I turn it off. But uh, I haven't canceled Chris Brown, but I don't listen. I don't support him. Right. Like, you don't have to support. Um, this one lady said said it on the grapevine. I really like that uh, YouTube channel. She said, if, if you don't like it, go find what you do like. Go. Oh, so oh my many god! Different artists out here that will come to what say, you 
that all the time. But you know what? We coming up on 30-something minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Y'all, this was another episode of Fire Conversations. I'm Anaja Dragon. This is Tanya. Don't forget to check out the... Go ahead, give your podcast. A Page of My Diary podcast. I'm on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Go find me. A Page of My Diary podcast. Host is Tanya. Turn up. Y'all make sure y'all go look that up. And um, if y'all looking for me, y'all know where to look. Y'all know where to find it. Inaj.com. E-I-N-A-J.com. So until I hit y'all with another fire conversation, remember, keep your vibes high and your spirit unbothered. Love, peace, and light.